Oh, Blake! Blake! It's happened! It's happened! Oh, God. Salty Frank is old enough to drink now! I'm sorry. Blake, I we're gonna explain in the show why you shouldn't take a shot, but can we all can we just take a shot in honor of Salty Frank? I have a Dr. Pepper. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. Let me get a genuine a genuine shot. I'll be right back. Okay, here. I'll just even pour it in a shot glass for you, Frank, so you'll feel like you're a good boy. Uh, in case you're wondering the type of person I am, I was able to stand up, reach into my floor, and find a flask just within, like, reaching distance of me. <laughs> just like, oh, there uh, it is. That's all actually, I need. Um, we'll discuss this more, but there is no alcohol within walking distance of me right now. Yeah, with good reason, I will say. Yep. All right, you ready? Uh, let me pour a little bit of this root beer whiskey out for the boy Salty Frank. I was about to ask him how old he turned until I realized, like, oh, wait. There's only really the one birthday that allows you to drink. That's about it. All right, well, and here's to you, Salty Frank, the first mate of the BS. Congrats, my boy. Oh, oh God! Mm, I don't know. That's pleasant. Has your body ever adjusted to the fact that you weren't gonna drink tonight, and then you do do anyway? And your body just feels betrayed. That's what Mm. just happened to me. Yeah, I felt that way a couple days ago, actually. Yeah, I wonder what that's all. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time, it's time, it's time for a load. And I'm talking about a load, a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet, your weekly brainstorming session featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E, that's right, it's Blake Tanner. Why is my package of MSG on my desk? Now, here's a fun story about that. Hey, buddy, how are you doing, Scotty Moore? You're the S. Thank you. I am the S and the BS. Uh, Are we recording now? What? Yeah, yeah, we're just doing a podcast now. When did you get here? I understand you're probably in a bit of a confused state about your life. I assume that, okay, let's just lay all the cards out on the table. We tried recording two days ago. Bubba Boy had a bad night over here. Blake <laughs> Blake did not have a good time, and so, I guess, would you like to hear my experience of let the... me Let me preface it a okay. little bit. Okay. Because I had gotten home from my friend's housewarming party, and funnily enough, we were pretty sober that night. I think I had only had, like, one drink. Yes. Um... But they, um, like, my friends gave me a little bit of, like, to-go whiskey in, like, a small bottle. Because they got it and they weren't going to drink it. So, I took that home with me. And when I got home, my, there were several, like, distant family relations that I'm not going to name. Distant but close. I, I will say, there was a point during the... 
now lost to the world episode where you were just like, man, I got to come up with code names for my family. That way no one knows that I'm talking shit about them. Meanwhile, you had spent a solid five minutes like name dropping what their relation was to you. And at the end of it was when you were like, but let's come up with code names. That way they won't know I'm talking about them. I was like, it's okay. That doesn't exist anymore. Yes. No, it's just been fired off into the ether. I believe on some level I was cognizant of the fact that that would never happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, I just had a very, like, bad... You ever you ever felt like you were put on display in front of your family for all your life choices being wrong? Oh, just no. Just because you said you wanted to live in the city and not near them? Oh, no, the exact opposite. They just don't care, I don't think. I think they're just like, Scotty yeah. does what Scotty does, and we've got to accept that at this point. Um, um, take all of that and make it the opposite. Yeah, now I will say, I did have a pretty, because I know the full story that we will not tell on air, and the best uh, description I have given it is it's akin to the opening chapters of Prisoner of Azkaban. The only difference is you're not a wizard boy and did not send them up into space. No, but I wanted to. And so that entailed about two or three of those Smirnoff drinks that we had. Yeah. And then I came down... Or no, then I went to take a shower, and I downed that... most of that little pint bottle of whiskey. It wasn't a pint. It was... Yeah. It was one of those little bottles... Not the travel shots, but the one that's the next size up. Yeah, yeah. Well, the way you described it to me was... Oh, okay, I'll just start in on what my experience of this was, which was, I we decided to start the show at, like, 9.30, and then you sent something like, hey, buddy, you think we could do, like, 10? And I'm like, that's fine, I'll, like, mess, well, mess with scheduling for next week, because we've got to plan out a baby shower, so, yeah, I understand. So I'm like, that's fine. Then 10 rolls around, and you're just like, hold on, I'm on my way, I'm so crunk. And unless you pulled the wrong lever... I don't know what the fuck I'm so crunk means. I can... I made the mistake of asking Blake that night what I'm so crunk meant. He did not have an answer for me. Would you like to try to explain what I'm so crunk means? Oh, no. That was when I decided to get in the shower, I believe. Yeah. And I was a few sheets to the wind. So you were just like, I'm just so crunk right now. Real crunk. Real crunk as a, getting in this shower. As a as a matter of fact, I think crunk is what I use instead of the word crunk. Oh, okay. See, I thought you had misspelled the word drunk, but that didn't come to light till later because I messaged you at ten thirty and you're like, "Ah, shit, fuck, I'm coming, I'm on my way." And I knew you would had like the housewarming party, so I'm like, "Wait, are you still in Birmingham? It's okay, we can like postpone if you need to." And you're like, "I'm at my house." Oh, yeah, I had been there for over an hour. Yeah, yeah, so at that point, I'm now like, it's really late, but I guess we can, because, like, I know you have to wake up early, so I'm like, it's his call if he wants to do things, and you're one of those people that have a clearly distinct personality when you're tired, and so we got on the call, and I was dealing with what I assumed to be very tired, Blake, 
um, we joke back and forth, and I'm like, okay, we'll have like a little bit of longer warm up. Warm up that way we can kind of get Blake in the mood to do the show. No, no, you were having a warm up because you were just seeing all the warning signs. <laughs> yes, um, which it was just like a dawning look of horror of just like. Huh, he seems really fixated on my dog right now. Why does he keep wanting to talk about my dog? And then you're like, I've been dealing with him for hours. I drank half a bottle of Jack and I went, oh no, what are we doing? It was just like a slow-mo come to like Jesus moment of, oh no. There are some nights where, you know, a person just needs to vent. And that's what I did, except I did it very drunkenly. I did have a moment where I was just like, we're just gonna end the stream. Sorry, guys. And the worst thing to happen to drunk Blake in existence happens because we had someone in chat who just goes, I was just bored and I looked at all the streams that have zero viewers and wanted to listen. Sir, could you please not swear? I can't keep listening if you keep swearing. And I was like, oh no. Hey, little, little bud zero viewer. I appreciate what you do. I wish there were more people like you. But fuck off. But fuck off. Like, that's what we do here. Like, that's... That's what we do here. That's like 60% of our verbiage. The show is called A Load of BS, Mr. Zero Viewer. Zero Viewer, I love you and I love other people that do what you do. Mm -hmm. But no. So then cut to Blake Tanner kind of just rambling for a while. Are we not going to talk about the sauerkraut? That's what I was leading up to. That's the big main event story of this. Because there was another thing I remember you talked. Here, let me look at my notes. I <laughs> Just the notes. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I covered the code names. But, yeah, there was a moment where Drunk Blake was just like, Scotty, I just, I mean, what are we doing here? Do you think these people want to hear me talk about sauerkraut? And I'm like... What? And I assume (laughs) that you've been making sauerkraut in your non-drunken life right now. Yes, and I actually wanted to bring it as a point to, like, talk about on the podcast, so I did eventually circle around to it. Yay! Okay, good. This was your low-key drunk way of being like, let's get sauerkraut on the show. And I understand if you wanted to, like, talk about what you loved about sauerkraut and the history of it, no. no, 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 Scotty, this is how you make sauerkraut the best way. It's no, fermentation, no, and the fact is, do you know what happens in fermentation, Scotty? Fermentation is when bacteria comes together, yes. and it makes all your stuff soggy. Yeah, yeah, Blake, I know that. You want to know how I fucking but, know that? Because you spent ten gosh-damned minutes... Talking about why you need to use iodized salt when you make sauerkraut. Yep. Hey, like, hey, bud, Frank wants to hear it, so fuck off. <laughs> Frank in the chat's just like, yes, sauerkraut, let's go. Um, And there's, there's a reason you don't use iodized salt, because iodine kills bacteria. It's a natural antiseptic. It's been used for many, many, many years to kill bacteria. So why would you use salt treated with... The thing that kills bacteria when you are trying to make bacteria happen. That's just my thing. Do you, I mean, you almost 
quote for quote said what you said on the pod, just like more sus, more sober version, because you were almost physically upset at the people who decided to use non-iodized salt. Like, you bitches, how dare you do this to me? Do you know who I am? I'm who do you sa- think you am? I are. I'm the sauerkraut king of Alabama. Don't fuck with me. I'm Blake Tanner. Uh, Salty Frank uh, has also suggested something, which is BS brand kraut. I'm kind of I'll do the tasting when that. it's finished. Oh really? Yep. Yeah. We'll just I'll make up a design label and we'll just slap it on there and we'll just ship. Can we? What's the shelf life on sauerkraut? Can we ship Salty Frank's a birthday oh, present of sauerkraut? My dude, sauerkraut lasts for fucking ever. <laughs> They're the it's Twinkies. fermented. They're the Twinkies of the sour world. Yep. Oh man, so Blakey T, most of the time when we bring ideas to brainstorm for this show, uh huh, we are we're just goof boys and uh-huh. make it ridiculous. I don't want. I I want this to become a show. I want us to do this because Blake Tanner, what's the greatest television show in history? Um, I mean Scrubs. Wrong. A good... Diners, drive-ins, and dives featuring Guy Fieri. So let's say Parks, Parks and Rec. Though The Office, that's a good one. I'm calling out those kind of sitcoms. Um, no, no, no. I mean, no, Grey's Anatomy lasted for a long time. It's diners, drive-ins, and dives. M- Mash was really good. Blake, fucking look <laughs> at me. Look at me. We are the Fieri now. <laughs> because what I want, and this is just kind of an excuse for us to go on a balls-to-the-wall <laughs> road trip across America, is the BS diners, drive-ins, and dives, except it's all bar hopping and finding the best bars in different towns. And, like, we could... I don't know what the show would be called yet, but I know, like, it would follow the same formula of D... of, of Triple D, where we arrive at the town, we stop at, like, maybe a brewery, brewery, or we stop at, like, a whiskey distillery in the morning... Afternoon, we go to, like, a bar and grill, and then at the end of the night, we go to, like, a dive bar. We have interviews. We learn about their most famous drinks. I I mean, dude, I I think this is a winner. Hey, hey, bud, before we get any further, because I do want to explore this really great world that you've created, have you ever heard of FietiCon? What? Blake, <laughs> firstly, if it's what I think it is, how the fuck have we not been invited as guests to FietiCon well, at this point? This is the uh, this is the title to this article I found inside FietiCon, the world's only Guy Fieri themed bar crawl. Oh my god, this would be the first episode of this show. Also, by the way, Salty Frank says that his favorite show was MASH and Mork and Mindy, which is, of course, the spinoff of MASH and the spinoff of Mork and Mindy, where Mork and Mindy get recruited into the army. (laughs) MASH into Mork and Mindy, Triple M. Uh, I can't believe that they killed Mindy in the first season. (laughs) Yeah! So teach me, teach me about FietiCon, because I do kind of want to know about this. Um, well, first of all, it's in Manhattan, so we'd have to be in for a little drive. No, 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 oh. no, we, that's how we would film the, we'd film it in reverse, so we'd start, like, okay. 
in Nashville, do a bar crawl there, and then, like, go to bars all the way up. Okay. Or, wait, could it just be, like, a Detroit... Did you ever see hit film Detroit Rock City? Is that the one with the robot cop? No, that's RoboCop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, is that the one where they have to escape from New York? No, no. Is that the one with the giant monster named Godzilla? <laughs> but no, uh, it's of course a show where they go on a cross-country journey to get to a Kiss concert. That's what this is. It's Blake and Scotty's Fietti-Con adventure, where in tribute to Fietti, we do our own DD, Triple D on the way up there until we finally get there. End of the season is Fietti-Con. And then, of course, we have to get Guy Fieri to guest star for the final episode. Uh, Tibbs is throwing a link in chat for all of our wonderful, wonderful people here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna join all our wonderful people to read about. I guess is this Fieri Con? This is Fieri Con. I just want you to see the pictures. The website is called Munchies, which yeah, I guess. Oh my god, they've all got Guy Fieri wigs on. Yep. This is, I think this is our Mecca. This is Mecca for us. This is the pilgrimage. Now, I don't want, I, I know that this is going to be our goal. I don't want to sleep on some places. Like, for example, Birmingham has one of the best craft beer scenes. Okay, yes, no, wait. This is straight up why I wanted to do this segment, was so that we could basically plan our route and all the best bars along the way. So this is essentially just like a... We go and take a trip through time of our favorite bars. Ah, oh, that's good. This is not the conversation we should be having after that first segment. It's <laughs> I had planned this before Drunk Blake happened, so I was like, I guess we could go through with it. And only for the fact that, like, this is the first time I've ever experienced a two-day hangover. It's the worst. I'm kind of shocked that that's possible. I'm like, wow, okay, buddy. Until I realize, like, I think I'm still in a perpetual state of hangover from living in Florida for a year. Like, I'm just like, some days I'll wake up and I'm like, I'm just too tired to do anything and my stomach hurts. I think it's just still Florida hangover. I'm still working out of me. Yep. But uh, tell me more about that Birmingham bar scene, buddy. (laughs) Um, Okay, I mean, we can go to all of the breweries. Avondale, Ghost Train, Trim Tab, there's at least three more that I'm forgetting. I, we could I hit think, up... I think if we have to do this right, we start. We only get like one brewery, brewery, one grill that also serves booze, and then one bar. So if I'm picking Birmingham, Avondale has to be the brewery we go to because it's the most common. Yep. Um, I'm kind of feeling the, um, oh shit, what's it called? The uh, J. Clyde for our the bar. The J. Clyde, the- I think, because that's where it is kind of... We if we have a close connection to that place, right? Yeah, yeah. So that would be and- like our bar and grill section. And then what yeah. bar would we go to? <sighs> that's interesting. I don't know how many, like, just bars we've gone to. I mean, not us. I mean, I would say probably the... I never remember the name of it, but the Barcade place that's really cool. Oh, yeah, um, oh, fuck. Yeah, whatever I, Whatever that place Paramount. is called. 
Paramount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably that area. That would be our Birmingham. So, uh, Blake, I'm going to say, we've left Birmingham now. Welcome back to the fucking dicks, dumbasses, and booze. We're driving on now to Huntsville, Alabama. I have no idea what Huntsville has in terms of, like, alcohol breweries. Hey, do you want to know fun story about the only time that I ever spent, like, a weekend trip to Huntsville? Yeah, yeah. It was Money in the Bank 2015. Yes. Um, For those uninitiated, that is a wrestling pay-per-view. It's a a wrestling thing. It may have even... No, it was 2014, rather. I think. I think it was 2015. 2015? Either way, I was, like, a month or two out from being 21. And... Or maybe even, like, a little bit less. Because that was in July. Anyway. So my buds and I, a couple of us... Three of us jumped in my friend's car. We paid one of our 21-year-old friends to buy us a bunch of beer. And we trucked up to Huntsville where we'd rented a hotel room, spent the day at the Space and Rocket Center, we went to the Railroad Museum, said, fuck it, this is Huntsville, went back to the hotel every night and drank a lot. Now, I will say, uh, my only adventure in Huntsville was at a, as far as bars go, was at a barcade that is in top... Imagine most of, like, the places in Gatlinburg. You know how the walls are, like, made of wood and they sell, like, these really kitschy candles and overpriced soap? And also candy. (laughs) For some reason, a giant wall of candy. Imagine that place. On top of it is a barcade. Yeah, this place, they had, like, a Pac-Man shot, which was called, like, the Power Pellet. That was amazing. Another good shot. And the best part of the entire experience was that I asked for a Moscow Mule. The guy looks at me and just goes, like, um, yeah, we don't have ginger beer, but I can try to fuck something up for you (laughs) real nice. And I'm like, you got it, Jerry. So Jerry then decides, oh, I know what ginger beer is. It's ginger ale and beer. Hey, people at home, that's not what ginger not beer it. is. That's, so he he pours... I mean, that's the level of common sense that I would expect from Jerry, but I appreciate yeah. it. So Jerry's just like, I got you, kid. And then he hobbles over and pours like half a glass of PBR and then ginger ale and then decides to mix a Moscow mule out of that. And he just hands it to me and he's like, if you don't like it, I won't charge you for it. It's okay. I took once. The minute you make that offer to someone who's already like three drinks in, you know I'm going to lie, whether it's good or bad. So I just took a tiny sip and went, it's fucking disgusting, Jerry. Don't charge me for this. And he's like, you got it, kiddo. You can keep the drink for free, though. <laughs> um, There is a voodoo lounge in Huntsville. Ooh, that sounds really, really cool. Now, Salty it Frank. may have been it, actually. Salty Frank does have a very good, good concept, which is every other episode we just go to a different Chili's, which I really enjoy. I don't, but I, okay, I appreciate it. Would you take his second option, which was Applebee's? I would rather go to Chili's. We just walk in, we're just like, huh, this $1 margarita tastes violently watered down. Excellent. Mm -hmm. 
what what age is this Long Island iced tea? Mm, two minutes ago, made in a giant gallon tub. Thank you, sir. Mm, did this come straight from the bathtub? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Excellent. Do you have any other? I mean, because I just use mine. Would you, do you have any other excellent bars you'd like to throw on? Because I just now remembered that you travel a lot less than I do. Wait, what? Uh, another place. What's our next stop on the great BS bar crawl? That's what it's called. It's just the BS bar crawl. The BS national bar crawl. I mean, since we already hit Huntsville, we're heading north. We are going to Hot Chicken City, baby. You're damn right, son. I've been waiting on Hot Chicken City. Oh, we hit the... And this is just going to be the Hot Chicken special? Yeah. Well, there's this one um, restaurant with some good drinks that um, Michael and I went to last time we went to Nashville and hung out for a while for that uh, Adventure Zone show. And it's not Hattie B's, right? It's not Hattie B's, and it's not the one place that people that live in Nashville will tell you to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really enjoying your... You truly are two days hungover because your memory's just fucked. You're like, um, Michael went to this... I don't know what it's called. There's this bar in Nashville called... I don't know, man. Fuck it. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. This is what I'm like normally. Yeah, yeah. Party foul. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think um, that one was it. Okay, so we'll go to Party Foul, and instead of reviewing liquor and cocktails, it's yep. just us eating hot chicken for an hour. Then I'm going to say we cut... Oh, no, Party Foul's got some great cocktails. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, They cool. have this Bloody Mary that has two whole chickens sticking out of it. Uh, Bl- Blake? Whole, like, chicken strips? Hey, you want me to send you this picture? Blake, please tell me they don't take... Two massive chickens that they have, I'm assuming, baked and shoved them into the top of a Bloody Mary. Oh, Tibbs, you bust the link. Oh, thank God this link is broken because I do not want to see whatever's on the other end of this horrible, accursed image. Um, But I'm going to say, after we eat this hot chicken, we're going to take a cut across to Chattanooga, Tennessee, and take a stop at the Chattanooga Whiskey Distilling Company, where I actually went and took a tour a couple years ago. It was fantastic and the best. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's got a habanero sticking out on top. Blake, this is a cursed image. It's two whole chickens, and I think they've shoved an olive in their ass. Yep, there's hob- some uh, crispy jalapenos. There's a habanero on a stick at the top just saying, like, hey, if you aren't already fucked up, let's just keep it going, baby. That is one of the 11 best Bloody Marys in Nashville. Now, I will say, if we want to make a full loop, we could go from Chattanooga down to Atlanta and stop at the Vortex, which has one of the weirdest Bloody Marys I've ever seen. Because instead of normal vodka... They use black pepper flavored vodka to get you that real spicy kick. And then oh. 
They Mama, sh- yes. And then they, sh- you know, they put, usually for a Bloody Mary, you would put in a celery stalk or something similar. Now they just shove a whole Slim Jim in that boy. Like the Macho Man came in there during the WCW era and was like, oh yeah, what you need for this right here is to snip into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Cram it down in there real good, yeah. Scotty, I like I like how I just showed you the Bloody Mary that's got two whole chickens sticking out of it, and you think I'm going to be impressed by a Slim Jim. <laughs> singular Slim Jim. The best way I could describe this for the audio listeners, the people who are watching on YouTube have already seen this abomination and no doubt clicked out. But I will say, the best way to describe it is, you know those milkshakes that they serve in, like, high-end restaurants where they're like, it's got a normal milkshake on the inside, but on the top, we've just shoved cookies, a brownie, raw (laughs) cookie dough, a stick of butter. That's kind of what this Bloody Mary is like, is they're just like, just fuck it all up. Fuck me up, daddy. Do it. I mean, I've seen tons of Bloody Mary. Like, I'm uh, I'm looking at that Vortex Bloody Mary right now. That actually looks good. Um, but, like, I've seen them with, like, sandwiches sticking out of them. Yeah, Bacon's yeah. a good choice. Um, a charcuterie stick. Oh, my God. Just a giant. I thought you were going to say a charcuterie board was just shoved into the top of a Bloody Mary. That would really... Oh, I want to do that now. Yeah. Um, Now, Salty Frank, uh, the man who has only been able to drink for a little while now, has given us some advice for North Carolina bars, and the only one he's given us reference to is the bar that's attached to a Motel Express behind the Wendy's. I will definitely. We'll definitely do that just because... There's a lot of shit where I'm like, we gotta do this just because someone told us to. Even if... Don't tell us the name. Force me to have to go home and do the research of, like, Wendy's in North Carolina. When, now enhance. Wendy's near Motel Expresses. <laughs> Wendy's near Motel Expresses with bars. <laughs> Scotty, I'm... Well, that's covered all the places that I've ever been to. Um, um, unless we wanted to go all the way south oh, to wait. Orlando. Oh, well, no, I was straight up going to bring up we have to end at Orlando because I was specifically, and I talked about this on the uh, wonderful episode I did, uh, the bonus episode where I talked about my Orlando trip, at the Edison, which is a very fancy, high-end, classy bar... There's a gentleman named Eric, and Eric blows my fucking mind because, you know, there's bartenders who are just like, well, here's your drink. Have a good day. That's not what Eric's like. Eric wants you to have a fucking experience with him. So Eric, he's made a drink called the Leather and Tweed, and the best way I can describe it to you is imagine a good scotch whiskey, but then, like, Take away all the stuff you don't like about scotch and put mint in its place. Mm. And Eric will hand that shit to you and then you'll pick it up to drink it and Eric will be like, no, 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 fuck you, okay? Put it back down. What you're gonna do is you're gonna sniff it. 
going to really get your nose in there. You're going to breathe. <laughs> You're going to enjoy it. And then I want you to take a sip of it. Don't you dare swallow. Eric commands you. Swirl it around in your mouth for about 30 seconds just to really get it going in there. Then swallow it. Set a timer on your damned phone. Look me in the eyes. I dare you. You're not allowed to take another drink for two minutes. And I'm like, okay, Eric. Thank you. Eric better be either the kindest or most imposing gentleman in the world. He's just a really cool dude. He's just like a, like, straight up, me and Dylan went there the first time I went to Orlando last year. And since then, when I went down recently, Dylan was just like, yeah, Eric's working tonight. You should go visit him. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, oh, me and him are like best friends now. Fucking Eric, what? I love that. Eric, I hope someone gets you to listen to the podcast because I want one of your drinks. Eric, um, so you're going to have to ship it up here, I guess. Yep. Also, I need you to look at this Bloody Mary. Like, quit sending me Bloody fucking Mary. What is this one? Oh, what is that? Blake, what is this one? Um, that's a... <laughs> There's... That's a whole section of snow crab legs yes. in, dipped in a Bloody Mary with that's garnished with a pickle, two strips of bacon, um, what looks like a gherkin, some olives. I actually think that's an olive, a grape, and two hash browns. I was fixing to say, Blake, did they put tater tots on this fucking Bloody Mary? Yep. And apparently they did. Okay, cool. We could just do a whole episode dedicated to fucked up Bloody Marys and how, like, uh, like we just have an entire episode dedicated to, like, hey, how hard do you think you could fuck up a Bloody Mary? Send in your entries and we will evaluate them live on air. You know how, um, you talk about how it can some, it must sometimes be annoying for my pitches to go off the rails when you derail them. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Bloody Mary Town, bitch. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Blake, we've, we've kind of wasted our time here just talking about good bars and Bloody Marys. And so, unfortunately, it looks like this show hasn't been picked up. We're not going to make any money off of it, so we're going to have to head to the Shill Station. Ding, ding. <laughs> Welcome to the Shill Station 5000. Oh god! Oh wait, has it been upgraded? The Shill Station's been upgraded to the Shill Station 5000? Yes. Let us fill your shill. Okay, uh, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna look down here and press this. Please insert your credit card. Oh no, well, I was just gonna select this one that says, um, this one actually says audible.com. Could you tell us about that, Shill Station 500? Please insert your credit card. All right, hold on. Let me just get it out here. And right, there you go. There's my credit card. Audible.com is where you can read on books or have <laughs> books. Hold on. I think something's up with this machine. Let me just tinker with it really quick. Do you like books, but do you also at the same time not like reading or not have time to open up those big old paperback boys or girls? Yeah. Or non non booknaries. Yes. Um well why don't you go to why don't you go to Audible? Because you can read books on your phone, on your tablet, on whatever. Or you can have them read to you. 
I think it's just have them read to you. I don't think there's just books there. No, you can just read books. I mean, as long as you <laughs> read with your ears. Yeah, exactly. But Blake, well, I'm sorry. Um, Shiltron Five Thousand. Where should where should people go if they wanted, if they if they wanted to just try it out without you know actually having to make a dedicated purchase? Hmm. All you must do is go to www.audible.com slash insert promo code here. Oh, I'm sorry. It's actually audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork to get a free 30-day trial. Any of my books are on there. And, of course, uh, you can get access to listen to that or any other books you'd want to. All of my books are on Audible. Yeah, on audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork. That's audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork. I don't have any books. I am Shiltron 75,000. I am upgraded form of Shiltron. Oh, really? What do you shill? Make selection, please. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to press this one in the middle. Oh, that that wasn't a button. That tickled. It activated Patreon. Dot com slash BS Network, the website where you can support us directly, ladies and gentlemen, the website where you get access to our exclusive show that me and Blake Tanner do called You Paid for This, where we watch terrible movies and we commentate over them. We're a guided meditation through some of the worst movies in existence. We just did nothing but trouble. And my God, it was the worst thing in existence. But in addition to that, you get access to our exclusive Discord where you can hang out and chat with the BS. You get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like the Patreon Saints of a Load of BS. Scott and Deborah Moore, thank you, Mom and Dad. All that and more at patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's patreon.com slash a load of BS. And uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glitching. I'm glitching. Automatically selecting merch plug, merch plug, merch dot a load of pure BS dot com. Uh, that's because I hacked the system. I'm the merch man. Hello, I would like to tell you about the wonderful shirts at merch dot a load of pure BS dot com. There's shirts for all your favorite shows from Fight Boys to a load of BS, opposite attractions. They've all got shirts. And most importantly, Shiltron 5000, save me. Is there something else on the merch site that could possibly save me from this hack boy? No. Well, <laughs> I was trying to get you set up to talk about your favorite no, thing. Not, it's okay because you know what? The hacker man over here only wants you to talk about the BS boozy sippy cup, the wine glass that's insulated, and it's a really good wine glass. I also <laughs> own the company that makes them. Oh, okay, so that's really why you hacked the system. Yep. I see. Yeah. Um, well, Blakey T. I've I've given my plug, and we've talked a lot about fucking Bloody Marys, but I want to know, what is your suggestion? How are we going to get out of this podcast? How are we going to start making some moolah? What are we going to sell to Hollywood? Oh, that is not where we're going, bud. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Actually, you did ask how are we going to get out of this, and that does play into my idea for this week. Which involves me and four open BuzzFeed quizzes asking, how are you going to die? Blake, I don't want this. I've been going through like a bad existential crisis lately, but fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. It's okay, because I only want to need to know the how through this. 
And through that, we're going to make a story that we sell to Hollywood. Okay, okay, so uh, you've got four quizzes, so are we just going to pick the best one? Yep, I, I want to know which one you're feeling the best. Now, there is the, the classic, How Are You Going to Die?, there is, we know when you'll die based on the bad things you've done. There is, plan your funeral and we'll tell you how you die. Or another, how will you die? Now, I don't want you to sleep on this fourth, how will you die, because I did it twice, um, picking randoms, and there are some fun choices. I really like the planning my funeral thing, though, because I feel like that's a much better concept. That we could really dig our meat into is planning a BS funeral. That's true. I'm going to send you the link via Tibbs. Okay. Thank you, Tibbs. All right, Blake, you've sent me plan your funeral. We'll tell you how you died. Number one, pick a coffin and... Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I feel like... Is this specifically for my funeral or a BS-themed funeral? Because one of these really speaks to a BS-themed funeral. It's okay, I think that one would speak to yours quite well as well. So, for those of you who are listening at home instead of watching, we've got like a traditional oak kind of coffin, a white coffin that appears to have drawers on the side. Not sure if that's for like a that's, magician's That's where the pallbearers hold you. Oh no, that's, that's for the magic trick when they cut you in third. Alright. Um, what appears to be a tr- vampire coffin. Mm-hmm. That's a rustic, old-style coffin. Yeah, you got a little bit of gothic influence there. And then lastly, a kind of traditional coffin, but inside is just written the word YOLO. YOLO? So I think we're gonna YOLO right now. Okay. Pick some flowers. Now we've got... I mean, there's no. I don't know how to describe this well. We've got angry white flowers, normal white flowers, red roses, or kind of just like an assortment. Oh, fruit salad flowers. It does look like an edible arrangement. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, what do you think? I'm stuck between edible arrangements or the angry flowers. I actually. I feel bad because I don't remember what they're called, but I like the angry flowers. The angry ones? Okay, they're called a hyge angrias. Yep, that's them. Pick a song to play. Now, there's only one choice. Well, there's... Only want to see you stand in the purple rain Or... Somewhere over the rainbow Can we just say fuck that option? I don't know... I don't like that song. I don't. I know love why. that song. That is a fantastic song, and that's the one that I picked. Now, <laughs> I do like this third option, which does speak to the the two thousands kid in me. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. Can we specify just the first half before it gets into that weird pop punk bullshit? I mean, only if you think about it as weird pop-punk bullshit that you don't like. Because I, I like the whole song, but yeah, I do okay. like it, but it's just like, the first part's so unique, and then it gets really not unique in the middle. But, I, now, this fourth option treats me good. It treats me real good, because it's just Beyonce's entire discography. I mean, it is just Beyonce, right? It would be all of Beyonce's it's discography. It's all of it. 
Now, like the it, people can't leave until it's all played. I also enjoy the fact that we have it all randomized, so like you can't plan what's gonna happen. So we could easily get lowered down to whoa, oh, 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 whoa, oh. Wait a minute, is that Beyonce? Got me going so crazy right now. You love got me going so crazy right now. I don't know if it is. I was definitely trying to sing all the single ladies, though, so I know that's wrong. Purple Rain it is. Oh, boy. Oh, look at I him. Mean... Look at him. The oh, next yeah. question is pick a funeral attendee. The options are a weird, sly-looking woman. Obviously the gold digger. A gold digger. Okay, so, yeah. Because, look, she's... Yeah, okay. Oh, I see, I see, I see now. Um, what looks to be a sad old lady undertaker. (laughs) She has the undertaker's hat. Um, two attractive lesbians kissing and the corpse rising up to look at them. Does that imply we would be raising back from the dead to watch them? Oh, we would be very dead, but we could still watch. Or is there a third corpse there? Because it does say pick the attendee. Is there a third corpse there who rises up to watch them? (laughs) Because, Blake, I... Firstly, the fourth option is the best one, which is just the cutest puppy I've ever seen in my entire life. It looks like a little terrier dog. It's got their hair cut short, and they're in a dapper little, they're in a dapper little uh, tuxedo. But I don't want to sleep on these lesbians, because... Well, think about it this way. Who wants to outlive their dog? I'm not... Well, that's not our dog. That's just a dog. That's no, no, that saying. is your dog. It doesn't specify that? Because that's just a dog. But if I these am. Two, if these I two am the le- quiz master. Okay, I'm just saying, if these two lesbians have the power to bring us back to life, as they're clearly doing with this riffraff-looking motherfucker... Oh, yeah, but look at his face. He is clearly not among the living anymore. Well, I mean, that's just He's because... only back for this one instance. <laughs> that's just because, like, he's just... He's enjoying these two other people in love so much that his blood's rushed out of his head and down to his pee. <laughs> is the implication so that, like... I'm sorry for that sentence. Is the implication that he was, like, dating one of the two women kissing beforehand? No, the implication is, we're spending way too much time on this, but the implication is he's like, whoa, two women kissing? That's so attractive. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. No one says that when I kiss people. Um, There's just something artistic about the shot that I really like, but no, I'm picking the puppy. What color will everyone have to wear? Black, white, Anything but black or whatever they want. Whatever they want, baby. It's got to be whatever they want. This is going to be a party. This is a celebration of the BS. I mean, we are going to have it held at a Dave and Buster's, so... Yes. What will the obituary be like? Sincere and profound, funny and memorable, beautiful, poetic, moving, and heartfelt. I mean, do we want to go out funny? I want to go out memorable because I did see Coco and we got to be remembered. That's true. Or we'll actually, we'll really die. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm gonna go funny and memorable. Pick something to put on your gravestone. Oh, this first one's good. If I had picked the lesbians earlier, I think I would pick this as well, because the first option is, I'll be back. 
I lived life to the fullest. Please don't dance on me or died from not forwarding a chain text. I really enjoyed Please Don't Dance on Me. I mean, although if they're dancing on you, they're remembering you. Well, I yeah, I really what I'm hoping is that someone will eventually vandalize our tombstone to say, please dance on me. And then we get people partying on our graves all the time. And we're still throwing parties. That's kind of how I'd want to go out. Yeah. All right. What would you want people to be happy or sad at your funeral? And now it's just happy or sad and that's it. Those are the only options. Yeah, I thought happy. I want them to be happy. It is at the Dave and Buster's, the happiest place on earth. So let's see what we got. I mean, this is probably the most accurate. This is kind of how I thought I would go out. It says, you will travel far into the future and die of a futuristic disease. Oh, sweet. So, um, you'll get bonitis. Yes, I got sick bonitis. And Um, then you'll, like, die. And then you just die. That's it. You get bonitis and then you die. So... Essentially, what this is, this is how I think it's gonna happen. The movie is us building a time machine, like as we're getting close to death. And what powers the time machine is Doritos. Now, hear me out. Yeah, like the one funny commercial. <laughs> like that one funny commercial that's still playing after 50 years. Uh, you, wait, do you see this commercial in the future? Yeah, no, no, no. We still go. That's why I went to the future. I'm like, is this still happening? So uh, now I, I do want to ask this question. We go into the future. I'm going to assume anyone who knew or loved us is probably gone at this point. Who's throwing this funeral that we just came up with? Well, no, no, no. That's the thing. Is it like the army? Do they ship our body back to the Man. past? <laughs> no, we actually have to fake our deaths so we can go into the future. Okay. Because we don't want to leave any loose ends. I think this is kind of like a one-way trip. All right. That we find out. Oh, no. Salty Frank says, BuzzFeed, we just signed a psychic clause with them. We're gonna just, they're gonna take care of us now. It's okay, I know what's coming now. Um, but yeah, we have to essentially fake our deaths and have everyone go to a funeral that we watch it like Tom Sawyer Huck Finn style from the rafters. <laughs> With a whole lot less racism. That's the only thing. We're like, Tom, Tom, Huck and fuck Finn. You know, my favorite old-timey characters. That didn't... What? That didn't make it any better, but okay. Tommy fucking Huckleberry Jim. My favorite... The classic characters from media. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we go into the future. How do we go into the future, Scotty? Describe me this time machine. It's a bed. <laughs> we fall. Okay. We fall. It's. Do you remember the Angry Beavers episode where they have an all nighter <laughs> and when they leave, it's suddenly the future. That's what yes. happens. We decide everyone we thinks everyone that we know and love thinks that we're dead so now we can just party all the time we've left all our responsibilities in fact you know what with no responsibilities what's the first thing we're gonna do we're gonna have a sleepover and during the sleepover we stay up all night and we come out and it's the year 3000 everything was the same but we lived underwater god stop but your great 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 granddaughter blake she's looking fine 
and then we fuck the granddaughter. That's the implication of that song, and I'm not going to let it go. Now, am I fucking your great-great-great-granddaughter? Did you ever see the SNL sketch Mother Lover? It's kind of like that. We swap. Well, see, that's the thing. If we le- if we were to do this tomorrow, I wouldn't have any progeny. Yeah, you don't know that, though. Yeah, so- I do. No, 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 because there's going to be a second time traveler who goes back in time, has sex with you before you go forward in time. Are you... And then that one has... I- or wait, no, no, no. All that has to happen is whoever you have... Se- oh, Blake, have you ever seen Looper? <laughs> you have sex yes. with the great-great-great-granddaughter. She goes back in time. Has a baby. Now leaves the baby here. And then that baby keeps having babies until that one baby is your great-great-great-granddaughter who you then have sex with. So, yeah, we're doing a... um. You're doing a circular paradox here, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's like Back to the Future, but a lot more fucked up. It's it's Back to the Future, but they the they do actually fuck their ancestors. They do fuck the ancestor. That's the only problem. That is the problem. I mean I I see no flaws with this. See no flaws with this at all. Also, the Jonas brothers are still there. They came with us. They were like, which is funny because they basically don't exist right now. Blake, do you not, do you not know? They back, baby. No, the Jonas Brothers are back, baby. It happened like a few weeks ago. The Jonas Brothers are back. I mean, the Jonas Brothers can say that they're back. Even Salty Frank's saying it. Jonas Brothers are back. There are people on my timeline blowing up about it. They released a new single. I think they're going on tour. Jonas is back. Don't you get salty about that. Just because you aren't in the year 3000 with the rest of us does not mean that we're not all underwater. You know what? If it means that they're there, then instead of just faking it, I'll just go through with the death. (laughs) Why are you being so salty about the Jonas Brothers? One third of them was one of the best parts of Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. (laughs) That's really my only Jonas Brothers based argument that I have that's based in fact, other than the fact that a lot of my friends seem to enjoy their, (laughs) enjoy their work. But other, and also I enjoy the year 3000 song. I know I know that it exists enough to know when you're singing it. Yeah, okay, well, fair enough. But Blake Tanner, I feel like you just got real, became a negative Nancy talking about the, the old JBs. So Good. We, we need to give a shot of positivity to end the show, Blake. Damn it. That's what we're no. about. The power of positivity. Which leads me to ask the all-important question. What was awesome this week? Oh, that's a good question. You're like, nothing. The Jonas Brothers are back. Oh, I know what was awesome. Because I've been doing this, like... I used to do this all the time when I went over to my grandparents because they would always have a can of these bad boys and I would eat them. Damn, you know what time it is? Okay. It's bold peanut season. Oh, my boy, bold peanut. Me me personally, I enjoy a roasted peanut myself. But I, I enjoy a boiled peanut from time to time. 
That's okay. That's fine. I, I mean, we can have a fundamental disagreement because I'm right and you're not. I mean, I mean, whatever. It's, I'm in the year 3000 and you're not, so. Exactly. And do you know what? If there's a year 3000 where boiled peanuts don't exist, I can't, I, I'm sorry. Actually, to be fair, Blake, in the year 3000, all peanuts will be boiled peanuts because we live underwater, so the only way to cook anything is through boiling. Oh, God. Yeah. That'd be so bad. It's really bad. Also, firebenders have to exist, because that's the only way we could generate heat underneath there. Well, no, that's when you get, like, those suit, those really cool, like, sea urchins or whatever, and I guess you just have to make them vibrate really fast. I don't know why I picked sea urchins. You just gotta get something that vibrates a lot. Uh, Alright, Blake. Um, so, tell me about these boiled peanuts. Why you like them so much. Like, what is what is it about boiling a peanut versus roasting one? That really... Well, think about it like this. Okay. You take a peanut, you put it in some water, you add some salt to that water so it turns into a brine. Yes. Add whatever you want to that brine to add a little bit of extra flavor. If you'd like, or if you're not, you just keep it very salty. You let this bad boy sit and boil, and in the end, you just got a really salty peanut. I was fixing to say, I will say, as I said what makes it better, I did realize, like, well, when I roasted them, I mean, you can only salt the outside of the shell. You can't really get any flavor in that Mm -hmm. nut. The only way to really get that nut is if you boil it. That way the water would infuse it, essentially. Exactly, and that's the thing, because it gets these nuts wet. Oh, Blake. (laughs) Blake, you can't do that. I just did. You can't say these phrases, but... I am. I have, uh... Who do you think you are? (laughs) Look, let me pull off the mask. I was Joe Jonas all along! It's me, star of... Actually, no, I think it was Nick that was in Dwayne's Good Good Jumanji film, but whatever. Um, now my... I've got two things that were awesome this week, and one of them is so unadulteratedly lame that I came up with a second thing to talk about because I love it to death but I can understand how it seems lame to outsiders and it is VAT19 videos on YouTube so if you're not familiar with do you know know VAT19? Nope. So VAT19 is essentially a website that sells like those goofy items, like like the world's hottest chocolate bar, or hard candy cotton candy makers, and like, you know, oh, those yeah. weird, goofy kind of gifts. Oh, and, back in the day, we would always go to shit you can afford. Yeah, yeah, it's similar to shit you can afford, but just like, probably made more for kids. They made, um, the only video that I feel like people really know from them that don't watch Fat 19 videos is the Das Boot video. So mm. if you remember Das Boot... Ooh, yeah. yeah, das boot. That's them. And what I like about them is the fact that they are really good at, like, advertising their shit. As opposed to just being like, this is a fucking magnetic pin. Deal with it. They actually put work into it, and then also they have really good personalities behind the scenes. So they'll do, like, Rhett and Link-style stuff of, like, we're eating the world's hottest chocolate bar while watching other people eat the world's hottest chocolate bar or weird, like, gimmicky things like that. They it looks ser- like a uh, a website version of a Five Below store. Yeah, no, that that's also accurate. Now, I will say for the baby shower that you're going to be attending, I did purchase Burner Bliss chocolate from them, which is, of course, 
basically Russian roulette chocolate where f- uh, seven of the pieces are normal chocolate and five of them are, I believe, three million Scoville hot chili chocolate. Uh, I've had a similar roulette version of these before and hopefully yours is better than that because this one disappointed. Oh, no. This is... Uh, their videos they make with it are insane. Like, they played uh, chess checkers with them because they released, like, red versions. So they made a checkerboard out of it. And they have a series, like, Will It Fountain, where they bought a chocolate fountain and then just put other shit in it. It's just so goofy. And it appeals to, like, the little kid in me. Like, I'm like, oh, wait. These are videos I can watch with, like, my daughter, and it'll be fine. So, that uh, 19s my one thing that's awesome. Then my second thing, it's a little bit more simple than that. But, Blake, I want to take you back to 2000, probably 14, 15. And you'll remember that your boy had a bit of an addiction. A craving, you would say, for a cereal that was popping, popping pebbles. It was fruity fucking pebbles with prop rocks in it. And it was the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. They've been discontinued since. Yep. But I think I've found a very good alternative. And the only way to purchase it is in a big-ass bag at Walmart. And it is called uh, Dinosaur Dino Bites or something like that. And it is fruity fucking pebbles with marbits in them so those imagine lucky charms except instead of those shitty weird oat pieces it's now fruity pebbles it's fantastic plus i've been listening to the empty bowl a lot so i've been focusing in on like how cereal is made and what cereal's like and i'm so happy i found my new favorite cereal in marshmallow dynabites or whatever the hell they're called Oh, it's very, that's very good podcast, The Empty Bowl. Um, that's you, another awesome thing, because they just released a new episode last are, week. Are you just over there browsing Vat Night? Yes, I am. <laughs> I found a great set of scented candles that I'm going to buy one right now. They've got a, a prank scented, scented candle, too, where the top half of the wax is green apple, and then it just starts smelling like shit after that, and I'm like, we need to buy that. For all our relatives. Yep. I'm also not going to take any scented candles from you in the future. Uh, Another thing that you will be interested in on this website, Blake Tanner, is the fact that they have pickle-flavored soda, pickle-hard candy, pickle pops, pickle-flavored, I said cotton candy, pickle, like, they've got so many different pickle-flavored things that uh, they have a set, if you look underneath their, like, bundle deals, of, like, all their pickle-flavored things, and it's, like, 15 bucks, so... I appreciate that. You're like, and add to cart! But, for now, Blakey T, it's been an episode! Where can people find you, perchance, on the internet? Um, I, I'm gonna be down this vat 19 hole for a hot minute so i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be there you'll you can find also me. find me at blake a tanner on twitter you can find me on the darkroom vidya on youtube that's darkroom v-i-d-y-a and um oh joe cola yeah yes
And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Queasel Corp Trilogy, BS versus the Gods. Just look up Scotty Moore, and they'll all be there, ladies and gentlemen. So check that out. Check out all the other shows at a load of purebs.com. If you like pro wrestling, there's Fight Boys. We're about to get ready to do Wrestlepalooza, our annual wrestling fucking celebration so check that out if you like theme parks opposite attractions fun fiction we got stuff for everybody at a load of pure bs.com oh and look at this what is what is this on vat 19 that's tom mcguire in the brass holes it's not accurate well, you cannot get that on vat19.com but the, the, those are the guys that they did our theme song rick flair that's right. Off they the- didn't do it for us. I mean, that's their own single that they put out, but it's Ric Flair. That's the song that we use for our theme. I have contemplated emailing Tom and be like, how much would it be you just rewrite the lyrics to Ric Flair but make it about me and Blake? That way it feels less weird that our intro is singing about a famous 16-time world heavyweight champion and not the guys in the show. But then I'm like, ah, it's appropriate. Uh, you know what? Ric Flair... He is. Does not represent a lot of things that I want to represent. I'm going to backpedal on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, of course, remember to support us, whether that be picking up merch, whether it might be by donating on Patreon. But if you can't do that, we understand perfectly fine. So, instead, if you could just leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, if you're listening on your podcatcher app, go do it now. Before you forget, just review us. Leave five stars. Be like, these jackasses told me to do this. Actually, that might get us cut off. So, just leave a genuine review of whatever you think about the show. Or, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe over there. And, of course, remember to find me and Blake on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, because we will see you guys next 